Hey there, it's Coasty. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to listener. Joining me in the studio is Steve Catania, PM member for Northwest Central. And we're going to talk about the corona, the Delta, Omicron, how it's affected WAs, the border isn't open, when will it open, and how it's affected uh, tourism. Where should we start here, mate? I think the perception uh, that the government has given everyone in West Australia, other than those who live in the Kimberley or, or in regional WA, that tourism is rosy. Everyone's making, uh, has made over the last two years huge amounts of money. But uh, we all know that in the Kimberley in particular, that has been tough yeah. on tourism, tourism businesses, simply because of the border closures, the, the uh, reliance on people travelling across from Northern Territory uh, to travel through Kununurra, uh, through Halls Creek, Fitzroy Crossing and, and obviously the Derby and, and Broome. Mm. Uh, and also having those border closures from Perth has affected people coming up uh, to the Kimberley region. So... It's not all beer and skittles for the tourism no. industry, and I think there's a, a lack of real knowledge of uh, businesses who are suffering because of the uncertainty that exists. Yep. Uh, they gear up uh, to be able to be open on the fifth of February. Um, they buy the supplies. They try and get workers, which is very hard to get. Uh, plan ahead, take the bookings, and suddenly for the rug to be pulled underneath them mm. uh, after suffering many losses over the last two years, uh, uh, we're now seeing tourism businesses at breaking point, and yeah. we're going to see those businesses close. What What do we know? Because um, I, I don't think we know there's not a new we're going to open the borders date. We do know that the expectation is people now to be triple vaxxed instead of double vaxxed. That's what we're shooting for. But do we know of anything? Thing, do we have any news? Well, I think that's the confusion that exists at yeah. the moment, the, the confusion of not knowing when those borders are going to be open. Mm. Uh, can they afford to plan again? Can they be afford to take the Premier at, at his word yeah. if the borders are going to open up on, the say, the 5th of March? Um, I think there's uh, now a real lack of confidence uh, in what the government says, uh, but also with all the mandating and restrictions in terms of uh, what happens if you're a close contact or mm. what happens if you're a hotel owner and you've got COVID, yeah. a, a visitor's got COVID, what do you do? Uh, they're all the questions that the government's not answering at the moment. Broome, the Kimberley relies on over 60, or has traditionally, mm. 60% of its tourism has come from the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. So it's already down 60%. Uh, plus relies on flights from coming from the east coast yeah. uh, to Broome. Uh, that's the uncertainty that exists. So Broome's in a, a real tenuous position of who's going to be able to survive much longer yeah. uh, if that uncer if the uncertainty continues and there is no date for the border to be open. Is there truth in what's scaring a lot of people saying that Broome doesn't have enough uh, beds and, and facilities if Corona comes here? No, that is the Kimberley and the Pilbara and Port Hedland and Caratha and all the, the places, you know, the smaller towns, is that still the truth? Or over these two years, have we got to build an infrastructure where we are ready? Well, clearly we're not. No. Uh, clearly over the last two years, the government has not invested in the housing that's needed, mm. the workers' accommodation that's needed, uh, how do you get workers over yeah. uh, to Western Australia. Uh, they're some of the things that the, the government could have addressed over the last two years, making sure that a health system yeah. can cater uh, for um, COVID coming in, making sure that there's a plan for the communities uh, mm -hmm. that uh, have uh, get COVID, not simply just close those communities down. Yeah, because that's what's going to happen is you'll start to see um, the the answer to the government 
the, the answer the government will put forward to the community is uh, that perhaps a Halls Creek, you're mm. not allowed to go into Halls Creek. So uh, how, does, how, do you, how does one from Northern Territory to Kununurra come across to Broome? Yeah. How does one coming up from Perth to Broome going across uh, to Kununurra work? Uh, these are the questions. You can't simply just lock down communities. You've got to have a plan and manage and get people vaccinated, obviously. Sure. That, that's a that's a key component. But are they being realistic, though? Like, they do have health advice. That's where the information comes from. But um, Corona, Delta, Omicron, they're vicious beasts that I don't believe you can control. And I believe that every different place that's in Australia is a different set of rules. Sydney's different to WA, Melbourne, all the other places. So we're basing what we know or what we're trying to templates we're trying to put together uh, from what we've seen elsewhere. Is that a smart move? Look, what we're seeing is that the Kimberley is so far removed from Perth Mm. that decisions that may work in Perth are clearly not working up in the northwest. Right. And that's the concern that everyone's got is not understanding that tourism is not... Mm. Uh, thriving here in the Kimberley. In fact, uh, it's survival and there's going to be a lot of businesses that won't survive. Uh, That's the issue where the government needs to work out how they can support those businesses, provide that certainty, certainly around border opening, but also certainty around if COVID, which COVID will come into the community, how you can't simply just lock everything down and hope it's going to go away. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing to address that? Else there will be no businesses left. Yeah. And um, we will be like no place like other uh, uh, yeah. any other other destination around yeah, the world. Yeah. You know what? You know what I don't want to happen is look. When they do open this border, yes, uh, the the virus will have access to WA and, and to you know the Kimberley. Um, there will be people that uh, get the virus. There will be people that that die because of it. That's just what happens. We've seen that everywhere. I just really hope that the maturity level of the people um, in WA or the media don't go blaming uh, Mark McGowan for oh the blood's on your hands. Oh, you opened too well. You should have never have opened because it's just going to happen. It, it, that's what's that's what this um, you know virus does. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I don't think we can blame Mark McGowan for opening up the border, mm. uh, but what we can blame Mark McGowan for is not being prepared. Yep. Uh, I think the argument is um, you had two years to get the health system in order. Yeah. You've had two years to have the plans in place. Yeah. Uh, what we're finding in our my trip around. Uh, the Kimberley with uh, Neil Thompson, the upper house member, is uh, talking to people in the community, talking to Aboriginal medical services, is they don't know what the plan is. Uh, What they're asking for is to have teams go uh, from door to door uh, to make sure that Aboriginal people uh, get their vaccine. Now, that's not happening. So so if that's not happening... Mm. And um, Mark McGowan says the borders are going to be open at some point in time. Uh, you can't blame him for opening borders, but you can blame yeah, him for, for not uh, getting the, 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 yeah. the communities ready. Yeah. And I think it's a cop-out if you start to close these communities because of low vaccination rates when you haven't put the effort in yeah. as a government. Um, do we know? Okay, so we, 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 we all did the right thing and we all obeyed and we all got our double jabs and I think we got it to almost 90%, yeah? Uh, I think we're at four, uh, 42 43% for triple jabs at the moment, the boosters. This is something that I've said on air before. Um, 
maybe it's the human condition. As we do a thing, we do the right thing, um, we step out of what we know. And, you know, like uh, if it's one of the five biggest fears of people, it's doctors, doctor surgeries, or actually getting a needle, right? I'm one of those. Yeah, me too. We've all jumped that fence. We've all put that aside for the greater good, and we've done that. We're double vaxxed. Oh, no. Change the goalpost. Now we need three. You know what I... I hope doesn't happen, but I think may happen due to frustration if it comes to Omicron variant K or B or whatever it is, and then there's another vaccination needed and another one after that. I really, I hope not, but I think the human condition would prove to be like, I've had enough of this. I'm not getting the fourth one. I'm not getting the fifth one. What was the point of the first one? You know what? I've got double vaxxed. I get my third one today. And I couldn't go to Sydney to see my brother and his family and fly back to where I live because you couldn't because it's blocked, it's locked. Well, what's the people are starting to think? What's the point here? You're, you're and and that's the confusion, and you know? that's the concern that uh, that I think a lot of people in the community have got is. This is where politicians lose the confidence of the people mm. uh, when they set the rules. The ground rules. And we and obey say, the rules. And we, we obey go, it. And yeah. then suddenly they get changed yeah. or broken. Yeah. You start to lose confidence. You start to question, well, yeah. what's the point? You told us to have two. Yeah. And you told us that we need to have two to keep you safe uh, and not spread. Yeah. Uh, and we can travel if we can have two. Yeah. And now suddenly three. Look, I'll obey the health advice, yeah. right? But uh, clearly there's no visibility on that health advice, no. really. Uh, and it seems... Uh, not based on health advice, but based on a health system that's not prepared. Yeah, um, it's a based on a government that didn't order those um, uh, rapid antigens tests, those rat tests. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're being penalised as a community who are doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, mind you, I'll also say that we hear a lot about double vaxxed over ninety percent, or or a third dose at forty four percent. But in regional WA, here in the Kimberley, yeah. we have communities that are first, uh, sorry, second dosed at forty-eight percent. Yeah. So, yeah. Y- you know, uh, the uh, accessibility yep. over the last uh, six to eight months has been very difficult for regional yeah. communities. Yeah. Um, the way that the government's been able to uh, try and sell the message is clearly hasn't worked. Uh, so, uh, you know, we hear about the 90 plus percent but in regional WA it's anything but 90 percent that's a concern but at the end of the day uh, this is not going away and there'll be another variant uh, and potentially another dose that we need to take Uh, we do need to learn and I hate saying it live with it because it is going to be it is here now I think uh, your, your first jab second jab your 18th jab I think like um, the 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 flu that when you when you were allowed to have a flu and cough in public, but now people look at you like segregate him, put him in a mask. Um, I think the only way to beat Corona, Omicron, Delta is get it, survive it, and move on. You build an immune system to it, and there you go. That's right, and that's the concern. So every day that the premier delays on opening the border yeah. is a day that we lose people's um, uh, high vaccination and yeah. t- uh, tolerance, I suppose, yeah. Uh, yeah. to. Uh, 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 COVID. Yep. Um, so it's critical. We've got a flu season that everyone says is going to be one of the worst ever. So if you have the perfect storm of which this Premier is pushing us towards is a flu season plus uh, a peak in um, uh, COVID, mm. uh, that overwhelms our health system. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's, uh, it's 
uh, you know, you don't want to say let's get it over and done with because I don't think it's just going to be a matter of let's get it over and done with. Yeah. Uh, but we do need to function as a society. There's going to be uh, lots of trials and tribulations and sometimes you're going to get it wrong. Um, yeah. That's just unfortunately the nature of what we've got. Uh, but it's here to stay and we need to be able to work with it yep. uh, to be able to continue on as a, a society because at the moment what's happening is we won't have any businesses left, we won't have any of those amenities left uh, simply mm. because people are going bankrupt. Do you think that when they do open the borders, it's only going to get worse? Oh, clearly. It will, uh, hey. cle- Clearly that uh, it's, opening borders... Do you think borders- it's just going to be weird for... We've, we've been here watching the rest of Australia get it in Melbourne, 10,000 cases and the amount of deaths in Sydney and all that. It's bad news. But... Uh, they're going to sort of figure it out or mellow out or it'll, it'll plane out down there and you'll have the rest of Australia just watching Broom get wiped out. Not wiped out in a bad way, but you know what I mean. It's, oh, it's now it's 10,000 cases in WA. Oh, you know, whole communities are in trouble, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a very scary time. It is, it is always. You know, not to f- put fear in people, but. No, and I think one thing that has played uh, into decisions of keeping borders closed and delaying borders is a fear that the Premier has actually put into everyone. Mm. Um, the reality is if you do the right thing and get your double jab and yep. have your booster, yep. uh, then that effect of uh, being having those severities of, of uh, COVID hit you uh, reduce dramatically. Yeah. And yes. So, so, yes. so the key is get vaccinated. If you're eligible to have your third dose, like yeah. yourself, yeah. I've had mine, yep. uh, get it. Yep. Uh, and you limit the amount of people that actually may go to hospital. Mm. Uh, that's the, the role that we have to p- play yep. as uh, people in the community. And I mean, I'm not look. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but you know, it's it's interesting though. When and maybe it's only because uh, these people have been double or triple vaxxed. Is it's like, you know, what is you're 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 shutting down? It's 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 shut down the world, right? And what is the strength of this in the way that you know? You've got Nick Kyrgios that had it a week before, then won the Australian Open the week after. I mean, so so you know uh, what I mean, though. Yeah, you're right, and and this is where people use facts and figures to their advantage. Yeah. Uh, so when we hear about all those deaths that the Premier likes to talk about yeah. over East, uh, you know, you've got to break that down. Break that down. Who has uh, uh, got Delta? Yeah. Uh, who's got? Who's had Omicron? Yeah. Who's who's got another illness. Or the age of the or person. Or the age, yeah. right? So when you start to break that down, then it becomes clear. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the fear of uh, of uh, what's being portrayed uh, for, I believe, for political advantage yeah. uh, is wrong. It's not leadership. Um, we can't keep the state closed. We need to be able to have a date. We need to give that certainty to everyone. Mm. Uh, the world has moved on. Yeah. We're the only probably um, (laughs) place on the world that has closed itself to the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, That has huge effects. Not to mention all the spin-offs of keeping us closed or restricting services, such as mental health. Sure. um, Such as, uh, you know, other government departments or or the need uh, to get workers from over east or overseas because you're working 24-7. You can't continue to go down that path. Yeah. The effect... We are hurting and killing people by not 
uh, opening up the state uh, to the rest of the rest of Australia and the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you may save a death from COVID, but we're getting many more from other. Uh, uh, issues that arise from keeping us closed. Yeah, awesome. Well, look, it's been really good uh, chatting to you. Uh, if people want to get in contact with your office or find out some more information from you guys, uh, where should they go? Uh, so I'm on that social media platform, yep. uh, Vince Catania MP. So I'm the member for Northwest Central. Uh, but obviously, you can contact my colleague here in uh, Broome, Neil Thompson. Uh, it's all about searching our uh, yeah. our names, and you'll find us. Or go to the Parliament House website and cool. uh, Google our names. Oh, and just for those people that are hunting you down, trying to find, just spell the last name for me. Catania, C-A-T-A-N-I-A. Wonderful. Thanks for joining us in the studio. Pleasure. Thanks once again for joining us on the podcast, and thanks for joining us on Listener. We'll catch you on the next one.